Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your Go Home to Elimination Chamber SmackDown post show. We thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on a Friday night. We're going home to Australia, baby. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Good stuff on the way this weekend. We've got so much programming for you here at Fightful as well. So we're going to try and be in and out of here as quickly as we can because the TNA post show uh, is right on the other side of this. That's going to be SP3 and Joel bringing you a huge show for TNA. Mustafa Ali's in-ring debut there. Alex is on Sour Graps right now doing a Rampage Watch Along SmackDown review Tomorrow, you've got Grapsity. You've got me and Alex behind the paywall for Elimination Chamber. That's going to be mid-afternoon. And Sean at, I believe, 3 o'clock is going to have your main channel um, post-show for Elimination Chamber. So, lots going on in SmackDown World. But oh, we invite no. you to get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats about this episode of SmackDown. I think my co-host is frozen. He's having some connectivity issues or he is startled by something that just happened one or the other but we are gonna let him work those out while we also remind you to go ahead and subscribe to fightfulselect.com we appreciate you guys giving us support over there we've got so much happening more and more news always going to be coming out of pay-per-views got revolution coming up you've got elimination this elimination chamber this weekend if i could talk killing it over here so please get those chats in um we're on the road to wrestlemania there's gonna be plenty more news anything to do with the vent scandal as far as developments with that usually go on our free tier at fightful select unless it's supplementary details but all the guts of that story that you need to know are going to be available for you on the free tier we got plenty for you behind the paywall as well so join 12,140 of your other friends and join fightfulselect.com very proud of the milestones we're hitting, but wrestling's for everyone. Fightful is for everyone, except for maybe Val Venus and people that think like him, but we're not going to talk about that. We're here to talk about SmackDown. Let's get into it. Is Alex here with me? We're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to take Alex off screen for the time being because he is frozen over there. Um, and we're going to do some production adjustments while he gets that sorted out we'll do one of these oh wait no he's back i think we're gonna keep trying we're gonna keep trying i, I, don't, I don't i'm gonna just really quickly for everyone's sake i'm gonna restart go for it so it's just so that i don't know i don't know what's happening with Streamyard on on their end but it keeps on kicking me out which is weird so i'm gonna just restart and be back you'll see me back on here guys i'll be back all right sounds good We'll see you back in a minute. 
But until then, we'll kick Alex out of here for a moment. And we will rock and roll solo, which is just fine because there's plenty to talk about with or without Alex. But get those chats and be kind to me because going solo is a difficult one over here, let me tell you. But um, this was a tape show as well, so nothing too surprising or too big of a deal with a go-home that is taped, right? You're not going to have major developments on there. But overall, a decent enough episode of SmackDown as we're heading into Elimination Chamber. Um, some good stuff on here that I liked were we had some longer match times, which is always a good thing. Um, some more time for things to develop and bake. And we're heading into Elimination Chamber, so... My only complaints with Elimination Chamber feels kind of predictable. And I don't know if Bronson Reed is on the card or not. Because it felt like they might have written Bobby Lashley out of this. Uh, if he takes the place, that would be cool because he beat him. Um, not sure if that's an opening for Sami Zayn to possibly get in as well. But uh, we have some chats coming in from you guys. We should kick Alex off more often. You guys are showing up with support of a bad robot saying... Okay, let's make it a quick show, Alex. No problem. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we are going for here. And Will Chisholm saying, I do love for the past month, SmackDown has felt more in-ring based. Yes, that was something that I would be so jealous of the Raw crew for getting. We do Raw on Sour Graps. Um, but on the main channel, they were getting so much ring action. Hello, sir. Uh, I'm not touching this. anything else again, ever. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. <laughs> Oh, there we go. I'm We're gonna, back. I'm, I'm gonna die on Fightful from not breathing, but <laughs> send in those super chats and ask and ask how it all happened. Yeah, send in your uh your sad chats about Alex. But we got some love from Van <laughs> Twinblade. Some love from Van Twinblade here saying hi Kate, hi other Alex, Danhausen versus Warhorse for the crown of glory at night two of Glory Pro Road Warrior Tag Cup next month. They're always fun. Both of those guys will bring you entertaining stuff at the very, very least. So that should be a lot of fun. Nice to see Dan Housen back in action a little bit more consistently. He was on ROH this week. Uh, but Alex, now that you're here, you've been stable for like at least a minute. At least. Looks like what were are your thoughts overall tonight? Like I, I felt like felt like a pre-taped go home, but overall 100%. not too bad. Like it was it was exactly what I kind of expected it to be. I like having longer match times and things like that. You know how I feel about British Strong Style. This girl loves her techers. But what did you think overall? <laughs> this was kind of on, on par with what I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, we kind of spoke about it last week as well. Like, you know, that we knew that this was going to be a tape show. Um, the, even the crowd just seemed a little dead in the background, uh, you know, except for the spikes of, of a couple things happening. Overall, exactly what we expected. A super go homey sure. show. And longer tapings will do that to you, right? I don't, I don't understand, like... The thing where they're like, tomorrow, get ready to you're 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 wrestling and you know your people are three days away. If you were even flying, it takes three days to get to yeah, Australia. But you gotta sell it. Like Tiffany Stratton uh set up her match on Monday after it was already taped. You gotta gotta get with the sequencing of it still, but no, I don't want no, just kidding. I'm just being I'm being is. a rut tonight. All right, let's go. Now let's dig in. Let's get going on this because we've got so much coming up for you on Fightful. But we do start off with Tiffany Stratton and Liv Morgan. And what was a fun opener here, um, this was a little bit spot heavy, which I kind of expected. Like Liv Morgan is just coming back from 
injury and she was really just getting into a groove right before she was injured of putting some really great matches together and, and really growing into her own as a character and who she was in the ring. It was a lot less telegraphed. Like you were seeing a lot of in-ring growth from her, which was awesome. Tiffany Stratton's been great. Um, she's got main roster nerves to work out still. So I'm sure it's like a little um, overwhelming. So that's my only complaint about this really was like, it just felt a little spot reliant in a sense. And you're right about the sound being like up and down. I felt like there was a lot of weird mixing issues going on today. And a lot of them were happening here, but this ends with Tiffany Stratton slamming Liv onto the announcer's desk as they were on the outside. And she slaps Bianca Belair, who takes exception, of course. And she distracts the ref and missing live with a, a win on the O'Connor role is the referee because mm-hmm. distracted and Tiffany Stratton kicks live into Bel Air grabbing the schoolboy the lazy roll up for the win which I kind of liked the O'Connor rolls the proper one it doesn't get <laughs> the three count that we were looking for but Tiffany Stratton sneaking a win here this is good for Tiffany Stratton um I'm interested to see where Liv Morgan is heading into Wrestlemania if she ends up Back in the tag team picture, if there's going to be some sort of women's multi-match that she can be involved in, because her comeback is one that was long awaited. Yeah. And her championship reign was something that people were really excited about. So I don't want her to have nothing to do on WrestleMania weekend, that's for sure. But you're starting to see slots kind of disappear here. And we can't keep running the same, what's my road to WrestleMania story? We got to get these (laughs) women and men in something other than my window is closing on the road to WrestleMania. Like that story is played out so much. Uh, but overall, Tiffany Stratton looking good here. Very excited to see what happens with her in Elimination Chamber. What were your thoughts on our opener here? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, nice to see, you know, live back out there and doing her thing. Strand's a beast. I'm yeah, a, sure, I'm yeah. a believer. I, I was, you know, I'm a uh, casual NXTer. So just to see, you know, what she can do now uh, every Friday night when we watch her is just it's really great, man. Um, I said it on I, here and I've said it on Tuesdays. That girl works her ass off. She what, was and, a and it, bad it shows. gimmick and she was good at acrobatics and then she was really good at a bunch of moves and then she got really good at psychology and then she got really good at fluidity. Like you saw yeah. work results, work results, work results with that girl. Killing it, killing it, killing it. Love it. But you can speak to Liv Morgan now. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, you know, it's all right. <laughs> Liv Morgan, like, again, you you just mentioned something. Where does she go? Is she, what's her, what's her angle now? Like, where, you know, like, what's, what's the involvement and how does she evolve? Um, she's always, she was kind of there being pushed into a, into the high, high card away from the mid card for a while. So I'm kind of curious as to where they're going to go with her. Yeah, her and Raquel being in Elimination Chamber together definitely raises some interesting possibilities of either a feud or maybe reuniting. Maybe it's going to be like a women's four-pack at Mania for those tag titles. So we'll see where that goes. She does have history with somebody in the chamber, so we will see how that plays out. She also has a ton of history with Rhea Ripley. Uh, But I do think it's probably Becky's to win at Elimination Chamber. Do you have any Mm -hmm. early predictions for Elimination Chamber? Yeah, like I said last week, I I feel like... uh... Like Becky might be the the for the women coming out of there, you know, she's red hot. People love what she's doing, and I don't know, maybe one more time we strap her again. I don't know, we'll see. I think so. I think that's the right call, and 
Uh, I think her and Rhea could do something really, really special at Mania. And I also think it's one that could go either way. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Uh Becky won. I wouldn't be shocked if Rhea retained. Uh, So I I think that's a good call. It's going to feel really big and important. Um, I think the role there would be good, too. Yeah, these two, very these two so. can go back and forth. Rhea's so much more confident behind the microphone now, where yeah. she's just able to pick it up and go. That I think she can go toe to toe with um with Becky on the mic. Agreed, agreed. I think the promos would be great going into it. They've been telling the story for a really long time. There was a moment last summer where there were like exchanges yes. on the ramp. You saw them like giving each other glances, and I really like the the possibilities that could present there. Luis, if you wouldn't mind uh, getting the Elimination Chamber card, and we'll just do a quick predictions rundown. It's a pretty predictable one, I think, so we should be able to fly through it, but I would love to kind of run down what our expectations are for tomorrow, and I think I know the lineup, but I don't want to leave anything out, if you would be so (laughs) kind. And we move on to what our dear moderator Luis has referred to as our DM Hunk interview. (laughs) (laughs) Man, oh man, has Drew McIntyre turned a corner. Like, Big time. All they had to do was be like, hey, you want to sound like a human being instead? And they gave him an inch and he took miles here. I loved this promo. I don't like when the brands are not split. It feels frustrating to me, but I don't care with Drew. Put Drew on every show that you have all the time. (laughs) He's the exception to the rule right now. Uh, But he says that his greatest love and most dysfunctional relationship is with wrestling and says that if he doesn't win Chamber, his career's as useless as CM Punk's return. He (laughs) will not let up on CM Punk. CM Punk is going to be so overcoming back from injury because people are going to be excited to see him return. And then I feel like he's going to walk back into whatever this is with Drew. Maybe at SummerSlam if he's ready. Maybe at Survivor Series if it's going to take a little longer. He's older. He's injured this part of his body before. Play it safe. But whenever he comes back, this feud with Drew is just going to be white hot because he just keeps bringing it up. It's so funny. But Bobby Lashley interrupts him and says that Drew is puts over the memes for sure, which he should. Drew's meme game is magnifique. But uh, he references Drew passing out in the Hurt Lock at Mania uh, 37, I want to say it was, a few years ago. And Drew doesn't quite like that as Bobby walks off. So a nice little interplay there to set up a little bit of what happens later. But I loved this. I love promos like this. I love when yeah. Eddie Kingston does promos like this. Like talking about how much you love and hate wrestling. And like the actual wrestling part of it is something that I always fall in love with. Um, I'm such a huge fan of what Drew is doing right now. Physicality has always been there. Ability has always been there. They finally got him on a character that works and makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of our, our DM hunk promo here? He's, you know, he's really, um, broken out of his shell. Not that I don't think he was ever in one, but he's just been kind of like pigeonholed into one thing and how to speak and how to be a big guy. Oh, I'm going to claim or kick you. You know, now he's kind of like being more of, of, of maybe that evil Jew that he has inside to the umph degree. And I really, yeah. I'm really enjoying what he's doing. And, and I like the the take that you did where he's a little bit like Eddie now, like, you know, Kingston, where he's kind of just like giving his love for wrestling and kind of just letting it all go out. He's being hateful. <laughs> he's he being is. hateful I towards a, a man. I and a I hater. love that because It'd it's be just more haters. Yes. Yes. The please. Drew. 
Christian Cage's, the Nigel McGinnis's of the world. I love a good hater. Give me one. WWE me has hater. not <laughs> have that. They've had the corny, I hate this guy, like, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Logan brother. Um, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that that type of hate, where, like, it's funny, that haha, okay so jokes. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is more or less like, I hate your career, you piece of crap. I mean, why are yeah. you even here? That's amazing. This is really good to have, too, while Kevin Owens is working face. Because Kevin oh, Owens is a phenomenal yes. hater, but he's baby One, face right yeah. now. So, yeah. it's good to have this strong of a heel, because... On Raw, who else do you have? You have Shinsuke, who's such a different type of heel, right? And then you have, for the first time in a long time, you have an oversaturation of baby faces on Raw, especially. Um, and I don't think it's a problem because Sammy feels different from Cody, feels different from Seth, felt different from Punk when he was around. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of diversity within that. But it's always the opposite. It's always so many heels and so many baby faces that feel boring or one type of yeah. baby face. So. I really like this a lot. And Will bringing up, uh, remember when Vince made Drew our history teacher and Drew telling Bobby, I pray for you after Bobby hurt his arm popped <laughs> me. I prayed for this and it happened is one of my favorite, oh, favorite lines of all time. Um, yeah, we had history teacher Drew. We had sword drew which were kind of the same era we had him feuding with madcap moss sword so drew. long like <laughs> just let drew be drew and amazing things happen as we are saying so it's awesome how quickly he made himself one of the most important people on the program love that for our dm hunk over here but we move on to a quick video package from cedric and ashanti the adonis which is awesome because they haven't really been doing anything, and it looks like we are continuing to build this little tag team that we are forming here. They're bickering over their wardrobe a little bit, but um, I like that we are getting a continuous build for them um, because mm. they've just been shelved, and I think they're both really good, especially Cedric. My goodness, he was such like a cruiserweight standout. Um, he does some really, really great work, so I'm excited that they are building stuff up for them because... They released a lot of Hit Row. They released Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> like, they released both the pieces from these guys. And I think there's a cool story within that, right? Like, you lost all of your friends. I lost all of my friends. Like, if they kind of start to reference that a little bit, I think that could be something very cool to dig into. Um, but a, a quick video package. If you want to add anything onto it, you're more than welcome. No, no. You've, you, you've hit everything. Um I, I, the the styling of the, these video packages are funny now. Like the way they've changed from just being these weird backstage things to kind of having a more of a uh, quick SNL bit, you know, nicely dressed uh, type of package. Yeah, I've liked the ones, especially that are in settings where people actually go and hang out. <laughs> That's been really refreshing or i always love like the the ones that we were getting from sammy where he's sitting in the stands with kathy kelly um i like the uh when we got british strong style reuniting they were just in a coffee shop like yeah it, i like, love those where they're people good go yeah <laughs> so yeah. they're realistic like yeah it, it just feels so much more natural than like we're backstage and we're talking or whatever. So yes, this was really, really uh, refreshing. This one's a little different. This one um, is produced like you're almost sneaking in on a piece of their life a little bit. So it's a little less natural. But overall, I, I like the direction that the production's been heading in. And it's desperately needed it for off. a long time. 
So we get some fun bloodline segments in this with Jimmy uh, kind of patting himself on the back for what he did on Monday, costing Jay Uso the match against Gunther. Uh, and we have Jimmy. <laughs> we have Roman asking Jimmy, who gave you that assignment? And he just immediately <laughs> is like, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman did. Paul Heyman did, and I executed it, but it was Paul Heyman's idea. And Roman basically calls him a stooge and says uh, it was his I know. because he calls the shots. Uh, Heyman is there, and Grayson Waller is also there, and Roman is very amused by all of this. Uh, I I love this is Roman at his best, in my opinion. Like I I like him kind of playing with his toys in a sense, like sure, uh, just kind of like a cat with a mouse toy, um, flexing a little bit, flexing his authority, especially because he doesn't have that over Nick Aldis right now. Right. So uh, him kind of scratching that itch wherever he can get it. And Jimmy also being like a little bit of a goofball made the chemistry yeah. of this really fun. These are effective segments. I like them. Um, and good to see the bloodline continuing to be on television as we have now pivoted away from what was going on and are now uh, leading to this direction for WrestleMania. Any thoughts on this? Uh, no, not really. I mean, again, you just... Uh, it's just uh, the fact that just the show kind of moved along <laughs> like where there wasn't really much for that they were kind of giving us to kind of report on so yeah no you, you said it best yeah they're they're quick and effective there's not a a ton to write home about but good to have their continued presence on the show for sure so that's something like else that. that they've done different too just kind of keeping things in line it is you know? it's good it's good to when you have longer matches and quicker segments, I always feel like the pacing Agreed. goes along yes. a lot, lot better. Um, but we move along. You guys get in those super chats and humper chats as we get into our second match of the night. With Braun also, Breaker. One, thing, one, one thing I did want to say before is like, do you feel like um, that this later version of Roman is a lot more interesting? He's kind of just been like a one-worded hitter. He comes in, he sends the goons, he's gone. He's been a lot more animated as of late. I didn't want to, I don't want to get too long-winded on it. I just kind of want to throw that at you. Like, do you like this version? Is, do you think it's because maybe his cousin's with him now that he's a little bit more? He's definitely been in the last two weeks a little bit more vocal and animated. I think because he actually has something that he's working toward for real. Like, I think mm. Roman is great when, A, he's around consistently and he has something to string together, and, B, when he has an actual story to sink his teeth into that is an, sure. an inevitable win against this guy. Um, he's one of the best. There's a reason he's been melted for so long. I loved his promos the past couple weeks, honestly. I think he's been really good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the fact that he has some complexities in the story to work toward instead of one-off appearances has definitely right. been refreshing has like definitely that. been refreshing yeah. okay it's not just me then because i've definitely no seen it's it's more, definitely i mean he's a more he also push. literally around yeah <laughs> like, yeah 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 with some consistency yeah i feel like if this is the end of his reign he's really pushing hard to show more character so that if it does yes. end you kind of like oh crap you know it's really good. Well, there. if it does end, we're probably headed towards some sort of face turn that'll be monstrous, right? right? So if it's, my it's, friends, if we don't finish stories here, no one ever it finishes. Is an if I have no idea what inning we're in, but we move on to Braun Breaker 
He's from Booker, <laughs> but he's got two K's in the name versus Dante Chen. Oh, nice boy. to see Dante Chen getting a rep, even though this was a short one. We get uh, Dante Chen trying to fight uh, from the apron, and then he runs right into a world's strongest slam. This is all for you guys to see that Braun has the best spear in wrestling. That is the entire point of this match. It's a great spear. It's the best. He's unbelievable at it. Uh, I love, like, Ricky Stark's spear, the way he just heaves his whole body into it. But, like, right now, Braun Breaker's spear is just the best in wrestling. He's unbelievable. He gets so much velocity on it from not a far distance. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Since He's done some really great work in NXT most recently. He's a tag team champion with Baron Corbin there. So I'm excited to see if Baron Corbin comes up to the main roster as he's called up. Or if they break those guys up and he's a single star. Tell you what, he's been a real fun hot tag. Sure. A real fun hot tag in that. So nice to see him debuting here in ring. He's someone that has been long overdue for a call up in my opinion. And in the opinion, I think of a lot of people that watch NXT. So nice to finally see him get a rep. Looks Strong, Dante Chen did his job. Not a lot to talk about here, but nice to see some some fresh talent on SmackDown. Any thoughts on this? Ron Breaker, man. Breaker. He's uh <laughs> he's gonna, <laughs> he's, gonna uh, he's gonna be uh, you know, so the difference is now is that he's not gonna get the Roman push where we kind of got bored and we were booing him all the time because there, he was being like thrown in our face, right? I think now with someone else at the helm, um he, you know, Helm, get it, Helmsley. Uh, he, he's uh, I feel like Braun will be pushed to the top. He's, it's gonna feel like he's earning wins, and he's kind of like just gonna throw everyone around because he's just that type of character, you know. Um, I'm just glad that that person, uh, Dante Chen. Yes. I made a joke online. I should have deleted it, but that could have been Okada. <laughs> was not it was not okada in that spot uh it was dante chen who i think a lot of people think might be going into the there's been three faces vignettes and a couple of other vignettes that have been uh consistent throughout nxt of over the past couple weeks and i think a lot of people think the three faces might be dante chen boa and wendy Chu returning in that role some people are saying tamatanga the um footsteps have kind of sounded like uncle howdy's did so people are speculating on it but there's there's some possibilities we will absolutely see but we were talking about Braun Breaker's spear and sometimes oh if you find <laughs> a company your spear you got to keep it clean now this is not a blue chew joke <laughs> it is a manscaped joke though so we're going to let Sean tell you all about manscaped right now surely you didn't think that just because I'm not physically on this show that we would shave off our ad reads right Oh, no. Oh, no. Because we're busy shaving something else off, my friends. Make sure you have those manicured nuts with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. 
Oh, man. You don't want to look like you've gone through a main event match with your nutsack when you're trying to care for them. And Manscaped makes sure that you don't with that perfect package 4.0. The hygiene bundle includes a lawnmower 4.0, weed whacker, boxers, travel kit, and liquid formulations. That lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof with advanced skin safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts, and even has a light to help you with your close shave. The weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Make sure you whack those nasty weeds in your delicate holes. And it also has proprietary skin safe technology. But even beyond that, you get the boxers, you get the travel bag, they've got a foot duster, they've got a crop reviver, it's a ball toner of all things, plus the crop preserver to prevent chafing. Manscaped.com, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL, Manscaped.com. That was a real old ad read because I don't have any updated ones under this profile. But a couple things are still true about that. You still get a great deal with the code Fightful for Manscaped on a lot of the products there. And Sean is still a menace making jokes like that. So a lot of consistent things in that Listen, ad read, even though it was filmed from his old house. <laughs> we we not only here at uh, Friday nights on, on post show for SmackDown play the ads, but I'm a client. There you go. So, love me the Manscaped. Manscaped sponsored another podcast I was on, and I got sent a bunch of stuff I couldn't use. But I used the the foot duster stuff. That was great. So I hear the ball toner is great for like. Oh, it's the best. I use it on my balls all the time. Don't put that. Don't need that on the internet. I am so going to hang out with you when I go to church. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to Jersey in a couple weeks. Look, Ron Breaker's trying to keep that spear nice and smooth. Oh. You want it to look good. You want it to look fresh. You want it to look clean. Friday nights, everybody. That. That's right. Hell yeah. The Friday after dark show. Um, we were talking about how refreshing it is to have these promos in normal settings. And Will sent in a chat saying, as a guy who cuts hair, I always love when Trick and Mello would go to the barbershop. It makes WWE feel like it's an outside world. Yes to both of those things. The barbershop mm. segments mm-hmm. felt so cool and organic and modern and fresh and hip. And yes, it felt like people interact with each other outside of the confines of the backstage and the ring. Really, really cool stuff, especially because their story so long was, hey, we're best friends. I assume best friends like grab a meal together every once in a while. Sure. <laughs> in this sure, case, yeah. there, gut. But we move on to... Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild talking and Electra Lopez coming up on them and saying the LWO is dead and that Ray ruined them and they probably should have considered loyalty. What I love about that is she is referring to the history of their group specifically mm-hmm. and Legato, which she was a part of before they got called up without her. And she's calling them out for not staying with Escobar. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's how a heel in this position should think. It just makes crystal clear sense. I love her questioning their loyalty. And she walks off, and then we get Angel and Humberto attacking them from behind, and Santos walks up to them and say, that's the price to pay for abandoning him. Got some officials coming over to break it up. 
Very quick. Another quick and effective segment. I liked it. And I really liked Electra Lopez making sense of it all in a perspective that feels like how her character should be behaving. Like that all made a lot of sense. Yeah. Any thoughts on this? This is another one where there's just not a ton to talk no. about with it, but good stuff. Really good. I, I did ask um if I can join Legado. I haven't received oh. any uh confirmation back yet. But uh, as soon as I get confirmation back, I'll let you guys know if uh, I'll be able to join the group. You join Legato before I get a suit. I'm going to be so pissed. I just want to say I could be the heavy. I'm six foot five, you know, use Manscaped. <laughs> I'm beautiful it. in and out. So let's, uh, you let's get me on there. You and both six five, both tall boys. We love it. We'll take it. Let's go. We got a chat from Meet Normus who says, What's up, partners? I was the 69th like at AEW <laughs> Madness. Great start to the weekend. How was the pre-tape SmackDown? Not bad for a pre-tape to go home. Like, it was a lot of what we expected, but it was well-paced. It was clean, creative for the most part. Everything made sense. It was just kind of expected. But yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, thank you for being our nicest like. Nice. nice. And also... AEW doing Meat Madness. It's madness. I love it. I love it when wrestling promotions organically lean into silly stuff like that. It's the best. I love it. We also got another chat about Tiffy and Bianca who say, um, Will saying that I'm more sure we get, we're getting Bianca versus Tiffany at Mania and we get Jade versus Nia to play off of what happened in Rumble. It would be nice if they followed up on some spots that happened in Rumble. Um, I'm unconvinced that what you said isn't maybe I could very much see Tiffany and Chelsea green tagging together. I could see being like Jade and Bianca versus Tiffany and Chelsea green at mania because of their personalities. And why wouldn't Jade want to partner with like the most successful SmackDown champion on the roster? Like it, it just makes sense. I know a lot of her reign was, on Raw, but she's one of the most decorated people there without something to do at Mania. Um, I think that could be a very, very fun opening, but we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of um, people that have been made to feel important mm -hmm. that don't have places to go right now. Sometimes that leads to really compelling stories. Sometimes it just leads to these people are in a big multi-person thing, and that's fine. That's That can be really fun. Van Twinblade saying, hit the like button, you marks. Well, <laughs> I want to put this out there. You guys right now sitting there watching, there's a, a you know, a couple hundred of you. Hit that like button. Can we get that like button to 69? That'd be great. Wait, is well, it we at 69? Get it to 69. That's what oh, we mine is frozen at, at 32. My bad. Okay, well, no, it's Thank okay, you. What it means is we need to get to 160 bytes. So. Can you guys get us to 100 and? Nice nine. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's <laughs> hope so. Let's do it. But we're moving along in our SmackDown episode to our third match, which, shocker, I really liked. British Strong Style, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, who need a remix theme, uh, versus Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough. Mm. This was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, this ends with Pete Dunn snapping the fingers of JD McDonough and then tagging in Tyler Bate, and they hit stereo Tyler drivers for the win. I love them working together, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a really mm -hmm. fun spot in here 
where we got a buzzsaw from Pete Dunn and then a rolling release suplex. I love that rolling release suplex. It's a really, really good looking one. And then Tyler Bate tagged in to do a double suplex. Dom broke it up, but just like a really nice sequence, some really nice tandem offense in there. You know I love my techers, so this made me really happy. I also can't stand how slow Dom does the three amigos. He's not Yo, for real. So I love when people counter it after the second one because they have all freaking day to get up. And that's happened now twice. And everybody yeah. should do it if he's going to do them this slow so that it looks like there's a reason that they're going that slow because he's not good at them. He shouldn't and- do them. That's a, that's a high difficulty move. So <laughs> for someone who's only a few years into this, like that is that is difficult. Um, so I like people countering it. And then post-match, we have Finn Balor and Damian Priest showing mm-hmm. up. We get Balor uh, getting punched down and then Priest getting punched out by Dunn and Bates. Balor and Priest charge the ring again, but Pete and Dunn slide out and lay out Dom and JD on the ramp, standing tall. Which I don't like what that means for what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber because wrestling math tells you what we already knew, which is that they're going to hold on to these titles, but sure. this was a good match. The post-match stuff looked good, even though it's leading to stuff that I'd rather not happen that I knew was going to happen, but the match was really good. Um, so no complaints about the in-ring. I, I love British Strong Style being back together. Your thoughts on the match and the post-match? No, yeah. Th- listen, anytime I get to see uh, these guys on screen, it makes me think of you, so that's always good because you're a nice person, and they're nice too in the wrestling ring. I like their yeah. dynamic, I, you know, once again. Um, that move that Tyler Bate does, uh, where he kind of jumps towards the ropes and hits his shoulder and slings back, it just reminds me a lot of these moves that people kind of do that we don't like, where they kind of jump outside to do something, come back in, and blah blah blah. So I, I, I'm still trying like to get Grace used Waller's to it. Finishers. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, you know, uh, Buckshot Lariat's another one. You know, if if I want to go down that rabbit hole of you know other other places that have wrestlers that wrestle. See, but I like the buckshot Larry. I like because the well, one, it looks cool, so I always give points for that. But like the lethal injection looks cool, and I hate that. Yeah, the lethal injection is another one. So, this is what I'm talking about like all these moves. Um, what's it called? The move that Tyler Ray does with with that, where he jumps and hits his shoulders up against the rope, like in a straight line and shoots back to close line someone. Does he do that like as a as a setup for the finisher now, or because I've seen it before, but I can never I remember think the name. Of what you're referring to, but I don't remember that spot. Oh, you don't? Okay, it's okay. I don't probably don't remember. I'm but like with I the was, Buckshot Lariat, he's oh the bop and bang. Oh, da 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 da. Yes, bop and bang. There you go. Thank you, Luis. Because okay, now that I know what you're talking about, I was not visualizing it in my head. Um, you're at least getting more torque off of it. Like there's same with the buckshot lariat. It's like of you're course. at least getting more momentum going forward. So I get that. Um, but I also understand because I like I hate the lethal injection, even though it looks really cool. Because yeah. I'm like, you're slowing down and it's taking longer. That, <laughs> that doesn't no, make yeah, yeah. So, like hey, that. listen, by all means, I'll take the bop and bang anytime. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you need more it, bop and it, bang? It, yeah, let me tell you something. The Bob and Bang, that finisher or whatever (laughs) finisher. It's just it's going off the rails here, people. Um, anyway, I'll tend to like it sooner than later. I'll bop and bang with him. 
Um, but anyway, I like their dynamic. I like seeing them on television. I don't know what they're going to be doing with the with these six tag titles that they have that they're holding on to. I don't know like what's happening there, but I'm hoping that uh, you know um, Pete Dunne and, and Tyler Bate get their chance because I think they'll be insane champions. I think that they'll just tear everyone apart. They really need to split the titles because both shows have really strong divisions, right? Yes. Um, so that needs to be done, in my opinion. I feel like it should have been done a while ago, but now more than ever. As dramatically as I can say that, I like it needs that. to be done. More than ever. <laughs> and I hope you come around to the Bop and Big because Tyler Bate has never done anything wrong in his whole life. Hey, um, listen, I will always um this is i will always come around to the <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh as i say it i call him i'm like stop it alex you dirty dog we are the after bopping and banging show. tonight let's go we're bopping and banging with our sponsor thank Man you tyler Stair. bay i'm do. making bopping bang shirts tonight that's what's up so we move on um to eh, we'll save that for the end we'll move on to uh our fourth <laughs> match there's a lot of there's a couple segments that are buddies for the rest of the night so we'll we'll talk about them in groups but we have finally making it into the ring and actually fighting each other the street prophets <laughs> and bobby lashley with bfab and the authors of pain with paul elring scarlet and carrying cross this ends with the powerbomb neckbreaker combo to ford and aop getting the pin the right team won, and the other team shouldn't have lost. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> Both teams looked good. Uh, it feels like here they might have been writing Bobby Lashley out of Elimination Chamber. So I'm very interested to see if Bronson Reed does pop up. Somebody mentioned maybe that's an angle for Sammy to get into Elimination mm. Chamber uh, so that they can build out that tension with Drew. If it's sure. not Bronson Reed, I will actually be pissed off. <laughs> you <laughs> think they'll every do the surprise? Other- it would be cool if it was, um, but like a lot of people assumed it was because his wife is expecting. I don't want to put anybody's personal lives out on blast, but he mentioned it on Twitter that like, hey, that's not the reason sometimes the stars don't align. So I'm hoping maybe, maybe that tweet came after this episode aired, but I like it was looking really thin a week ago of Grayson Waller had a talk show segment and Naya is. Um, has Australian roots that they haven't really referenced, and Rhea is a prized jewel of Australia. Sure. But Grayson wasn't wrestling, and Indy wasn't on the card, and Brunson Reed wasn't on the card, Zion Quinn wasn't on the card, and Duke Hudson weren't on the card. I wouldn't expect them to be. They're doing more NXT work than anything. Um, Indy got added uh, to a tag match on the pre-show against the Kabuki Warriors, which is great, Mm -hmm. and I'm happy for her. There was no... I guess there was kind of a story in that she was trying to find her way onto the card, but they don't have a shot in hell, realistically, right? And they didn't even plant a seed of doubt because they announced it so late and there's just no way. Um, And Bronson Reed, the the thing that kills me about Bronson Reed is last year's Elimination Chamber, he was like the standout guy. I felt like he tore it up at last year's Elimination Chamber his performance is one of the few things I remember outside of Sami Zayn having his moment, not because the rest of the card was weak in any way, but because right. I was so emotionally attached to Sami Zayn at that time. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, he deserves to be on it. So I, I hope he ends up being on it. And he lost to Bobby Lashley for this moment. So 
Um, I hope that's the case, but this match was fun enough. I, it just is tough because there was a, there was a time where the street profits were white hot. And there was a time where Montez Ford was like, yeah, white hot. Um, and now it just feels like they're kind of stooges that work some weeks and are yeah. lost in the shuffle here. So I hope that they find their way back a little bit, but a good enough showing for the final Testament here. AOP work very differently than a lot of people on the roster, which I think is good, but also takes me some acclimating as a fan. Um, mm-hmm. But this was a, a good enough match. I just wish that Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits didn't have to lose at the same time. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. someone's got us. So what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, we'll see. We'll, you know, these the problem with these factions is like besides fighting each other, what 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 are they chasing? You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of just throwing matches together, you know, because they're angry at each other for whatever reason, or you know, like where do we go? And you're right, these guys have cooled down a lot. Um, the street profits are they're just there now to me in my head. They're just okay, cool. Bobby needs them, Bobby might not need them. The story is yeah. always going to be right now, Bobby. Bobby's bigger than both of them. Not in, you know, not physically sense. I'm talking about like just the aura of Bobby Lashley and who he is and what he does. It it kind of rubbed off on these two before, and now it's just like it. it they're just there, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping that the authors of pain and whatever they're you know Carrion is doing with them, it it again it starts to take off. I understand they just started. I am not going to judge it, and I am not going to say what is happening here. It kind of feels like a mid-card stable. So I'm going to just let it roll. I'm going to, you know, let them cook. But hopefully they get all this situated. And we got a pay-per-view tomorrow. You know, like, I'm pretty sure it was just, you know, let's get this together. And, you know, the rest of the year, we don't know what might come out of it. So uh, I'll sit here and and let them put it together. We have a lot of stables, and it would be really cool yeah. if they split the titles and one of them was a trios title, because there are a lot of multi-person groups right now, and sure. most of them are on SmackDown. So if they had something to chase after, that would be really refreshing. Yeah. Some more chats and- from you guys, Will, with the generous one saying, you could be right, talking about the women's picture. Uh, the reason I think it's Bianca versus Tiffany is because ever since she was called up, she's been talking trash to Bianca. That's a very fair point. And mm. Bianca more and more talking about her WrestleMania streak. Yeah, that's a, I mean, I'm, I would not be mad about it. I would not be mad about it. Um, we do have some time until we get there. And I think you're right. And that, that could also be just a very fun in-ring combination with how athletic and acrobatic Tiffany is and how strong Bianca is. So mm-hmm. I, I would not be mad about it, but I think, Bianca has so much invested in her. They would have to go out of their way to make that feel really important without there being a title involved. True. And we got Will saying, I got a theory that Roman wasn't the one who sent Jimmy to Raw. I think it was The Rock and Roman is trying to play it off. That's a fun idea. Oh. I don't hate that. I'm not mad about Mm. that at all. What do you think about that? I don't know. You mean he had something to tell, you know, uh, Waller. That we didn't get to hear. That's true. You know what I'm saying? There's something going on. There's some communication things that we're just not privileged to listen or watch. So, Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. We'll find not out, yet. I'm sure, because Cody and Seth Rollins are both on the Grace Mahler effect tomorrow. Mm. So very cool. 
I hope this is true. Flaming said, did you see that Maven and RJ City are feuding over the Fightful Award? I didn't see that, but I will say I'm very proud of the Fightful Awards. I'm very proud of the integrity that's behind them, and I'm very proud of the fact that a lot of the talent were very appreciative of them. Yeah. Um, so that, that just makes me really, really happy because Sean works really hard on those, and they're expensive to purchase, and uh, I just am proud about the way that Fightful approaches those because uh it's a very celebratory and thing and i feel like the wrestlers really respect them and it the, the industry very, very doesn't happy. have a SP awards right the wrestling industry you know they don't have these these uh events that that they do and even if you introduce pro wrestling into the SP awards it just wouldn't still feel right because you know the room will always act different because it's pro wrestling, wrestling. you know yep. what i'm saying i don't care how hype you see them at raw and smackdown it's we know like, what they'll think. Like, yeah, oh, that's, that's cute. cute. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm a football player. I slam people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think that the fact that these wrestlers and, and people in the industry take what we're doing and and honor it and talk great about it and you know cut promos with it or whatever the case may be, I think it's really cool. Um, I'm hoping that in the near future, Fightful does blow up and it becomes you know uh, bigger than what already is. We are 12,000 strong. So we are 12,000 strong. <laughs> we are blowing up the right way, my friends. But don't say that to the intranet. I don't really give a shit what they say. I care what my boss thinks and our subscribers think and our <laughs> our awesome community thinks. I the don't, Twitter. I don't care what first name bunch of numbers has to say about shit. But I like that. <laughs> bunch of numbers in bio. Yeah. Something else in bio lately, but. We've got uh, a segment with Dakota Kai. We see her earlier in the night limping around and mm -hmm. Nick Aldis is helping her out. Uh, and she goes to get examined by the trainer and Bailey comes in and wants to know what happened. Dakota blaming damage control here and Bailey, um, who's been skeptical of Dakota, is apologizing and saying that it's her fault for not having her back. Dakota assures her it's not her fault. They're going to make EO, Asuka, and Kyrie pay. Love this because I think Dakota's gonna play it up the middle and then turn on her. I don't yeah. want it to turn on her and cost her her WrestleMania moment. I think Bailey deserves the title so so much. But if it happens before or it happens after, I'm all for that idea because I think this has been really, really, really well done of Dakota being this pivot point of what side is she on is is super interesting to me. It's super interesting to me. And I liked what we got out of it tonight, Alex. What did you think? Yeah, you don't just man. She's playing it up. She's yeah. playing it up. That hug, <laughs> that hug by Bailey was disingenuous, even by her standards. It's just, it just didn't, you know. When she kind of was like, "Okay, friend, <laughs> dude, something's happening." That's all I gotta say. I don't know none. Scoop Cardozer's not coming at you with anything. Deckers in bio. Deckers <laughs> in bio. I read that. With, I read that with the boxes in, in between it too. Yeah. Um, T space <laughs> E space. Techers and yeah. bio dickheads. That'll be it. That's what I feel, um, man. I feel like you know they've been. I think out of all of the women's storylines, even the world championship with Rhea and whatnot, um, this is the one. I'll the be one honest with Bailey. The only one I'm super excited about going one, into WrestleMania. One thousand percent. At this point, we have so yeah. much time to build. Like because everything got so screwed up with. <laughs> The Rock and Cody's Mania or Rumble win and all that. 
all of a sudden everything felt very urgent. But in reality, we've got weeks and weeks to play with here. Sure. But at this point in WrestleMania, the only things that I'm like fully invested in are, and, and part of it is Punk's injured, right? Brock's obviously right. out. Um, what's going to happen with Gunther is of great interest to me, and this storyline. And because of that, I think Bailey deserves Paramore, and I think she deserves to main event night one. So I'm saying, yeah, we'll see. So I'm saying, but they broke up, it. so didn't they? Anyway, we'll talk Who about it the time. Yeah. They had a thing with their record label. Their label, think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were trying to like get out of it, but Bailey deserves everything she wants. Sure. So she should just get it. They should be mm-hmm. like Haramore that day and just perform. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the money. But hey, you know what? We've got Elimination Chamber tomorrow. We've got Revolution around the corner. It is pay-per-view mania, Alex. We've got a lot going on. And you got kind of pricey. But there's ways around paying full price for things. If you want security, versatility, and affordability. Wow. Well, darn it. NordVPN's the VPN for you. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Let's go. Let's go, NordVPN, and let's go, Mustafa Ali. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He won the X Division title tonight, which makes me extremely, extremely happy. Super. To hear. We're coming down the home stretch already. I'm going to give you a rampage rundown before we talk about our main event here. Uh, we had Penta Commander and Brian Keith defeating Private Party. Oh my God, is that Private Party? And Matt Ooh. Seidel and <laughs> Top Action Flight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Soraya telling Renee she does not give an S about Ruby Soho says that Zach Knight is now all elite. He's been doing some good work on the ring of honor brand. And that is Saray's mm-hmm. uh, brother. And that she wanted to set Knight up with Ruby. Harley Cameron then said that Saraya's whole family was hot <laughs> and got turned on by the thought of them. All right, Harley Cameron, you unhinged little weirdo. You do. What you yeah. Do. Yeah. We got the young bucks. Defeating Johnny Lyons and Cappuccino Jones with their renamed <laughs> Tony Khan driver. <laughs> that was the five star driver for you. We got oh, Sammy uh, interviewed backstage, uh, was beat to a pulp by Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> 
Sky Blue and Julia Hart calling out Chris and Willow and, of course, Stokely being in that picture. Julia said that she would set up three tombstones for them. Good news there. FightfulSelect.com reported that Julia Hart had been injured, so it seems like she's on her way back. Makes me very happy that it was not a serious injury because she was riding some really good momentum there for a while. Mariah May defeating Anna Jay in what I am told is a quote-unquote slapper. We use slapper and humper interchangeably here at Fightful, so do what you got to mm-hmm. do, but... Ruby Soho and Angelo Parker talk about their date and call Saray weird for setting up her brother. Fair enough. And Roddy Strong beats Jake Hager in a shenanigan heavy match. So that is your Rampage rundown. But we've got a main event on SmackDown to talk about. Last call for Super Chats and Humper Chats. Uh, and great timing from Alex Pulowski, who's going to come on and do, I think, our Sour Fower as we do. Uh, but let <laughs> me take this down Alex we're just heading into the main event so I'll let you hit your four and then we'll get out of here because TNA's got their post show coming up yeah it's it's the sour flower Um, uh, (laughs) that is how you pronounce the word F-O-U-R I think number one I think after you had Bianca Belair on commentary for a match between two people who are going to be the elimination chamber elimination Mm. chamber And then, oh, wouldn't you know it? Something happens to get the person who's on commentary involved in the end of the match. Um, Maybe the idea of having not one, but two guys on commentary for the exact same type of match. You would think you would have like just like brick walls built around or like, you know, like those, uh, the shock collars you put, you you, mean people put on dogs so they can't like leave the yard, put those on Kevin Owens and Logan Paul, so they can't counterpoint. Like, Kevin Owens is allowed to do whatever he wants, but I understand what yeah, you're saying within reason, though, because like this was really dumb, especially because they had already done it earlier. If he did only one of the two of these things, I wouldn't be as a, a problem. Yeah. But, but also, um, uh, no, number number two, um, no, nobody referred to the guy British strong style versus Gothic dweeb style. Nobody referred. <laughs> you can't have both. <laughs> Both Wade Barrett and Corey Graves can't be pro Dominic Mysterio. Like they both, yeah. they, they can't both be like, no, they can't. You can't do that. One of them has to. One of the two guys has to not think that the heel team is the bee's knees. That's just ridiculous. So, not that okay with the with, bees with any of that. Um, uh, number number three is uh, just. Um, if it if it does come down to, we're we're doing Bronson Reed is replacing Bobby Lashley in Prayer the circle. chamber, which, like, which is which is great. Do you know how many dozens of ways you could have booked this thing to get there easier than this? Why do For you example, always have to go all over the place to get to the good spot? Just go straight there. Bronson Reed beats Bobby Lashley. I was gonna say, for example, just having him win in the first place. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's that. That's that. And then uh, um, number uh, number four is mm-hmm. uh, just the fact that it appears um, because they they did a thing where they were hinting at all of the DLC that's going to come out for WWE 2K24. Mm. Now. The greatest wrestler to have ever lived, Obafemi, is not in the based game, but I didn't expect him to be because he he hadn't been having matches when they were, you know, scanning everybody's faces. But apparently he's not even going to be DLC. And 
And that's that that's honestly <laughs> how dare you? Just like that's just first first question, <laughs> how dare you? Beyond the, all the other questions. Also, this will this will make you upset, or maybe you'll actually be very happy about this, Kate. Noam Dar is in the game, but no Lash Legend, no Jakara Jackson, and no Aura Mensa. What is this? The meta one? How can you how can you have Noam Dar? Like, what is his entrance going to be? Just like him and then four panels? A bunch of, of colors. Nobody's standing there <laughs> right next to him? What are we doing? It also ruins the idea of the metaphor being the metaphor, because there's four of them. But I think what happened was you ousted him on your pun because you have the sour fower. They were like, well, now the yeah. there's a more clever pun a more using clever the word four. So yeah, you've embarrassed true. the game. But I will say them trolling Dijak by using his T-bar entrance. Uh, despite having updated everything else, is incredible. That, that because is, that is kind of he's awesome. just out there ratioing that brand day after day after day after day. I, 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 so they said, I'm going to troll you back. But right. but there you go. There's your sour flower. But Alex, we're in a world where uh, Mustafa Ali is your X Division champion. So that rules. Yeah. Well, it, yes. As long as it doesn't mean he's in the TNA for the long term, because I do not watch TNA, has never watched TNA, will never watch really? TNA. Really? So I want him on the shows that I watch. It's all Fair about enough. me. It's we're all gonna, about me. We're going to see if TNA is in TNA for the long haul because things that is, don't that's seem super hot there right now. Super. But. Right now, but anyway, thank you for having me. I will. I will. Leave. Oh, thank you. We appreciate yeah. you and your sour flower. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll stop, Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank Alex you. and I are going to yeah. be on Fightful Select tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Mid afternoon ish at some point. Sean's doing a three o'clock show, so we'll probably try to commit to before or after it, so we're not on at the same time. Mm -hmm. But uh, we will be on Fightful Select talking Elimination Chamber. We'll mm. probably be on there later talking about Collision. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. we will. I will. If we're I'm up for it, we will. He's like, I will. Um, Danielson <laughs> versus Akiyama. Of course we're going to be on there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to have uh, eight shows for you in a 24, 48-hour period, which is insane. So join us on Fightful Select. We have so much time. Um, we, have, we have so much time. We have so much fun. We have a great time over there. So subscribe like 12,000 other people and hang out with us. Uh, we have a blast. Like oh, the painting. Look at this little ET moment. Look at that. I love that for us. Alex, yeah. come home. <laughs> Fine, guys. I'll just I'll be over here later. not being named Alex. Okay, I'll fun. touch you too. Oh, I mean, God. oh, God. I meant let's point their finger somehow. Hold on. Here we go. Wow, someone screenshot this. This is like never been done before. <laughs> the fact that Kate is going backwards into her wall instead of just it's going so straight. It's so difficult. There we go. That's the best it's getting. Alex looked yeah. like he's yes era Brian Danielson. Got a lot happening. <laughs> the funny thing is if uh, Pulaski's arm would have came through the. <laughs> that would have been good. We used That'd to do good. that. We would pass our water water bottles through. Wow. In, <laughs> we'll that's... be bringing that gimmick back. But all right. Well, thank you, cool. Pulaski. I will see you tomorrow twice. Yes. <laughs> Bye. We're going to talk about our main event. Last call for Super Chats and Humper Chats. <laughs> We're having fun here tonight. Our main event is Drew McIntyre versus LA Knight. And wouldn't you know it, yeah. Morgan Paul and Kevin Owens are on commentary. I wonder if Randy Orton is around. My oh my. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. I think I missed a chat from Will earlier saying that WWE is giving us a week before Dakota turns on Bailey so we can get our pre-cries <laughs> out. That's going to be a very emotional moment. Bailey is like Sami Zayn to me where I'm just like so bought into everything she does because it comes across with such sincerity. I kind of wish they were doing this at Elimination Chamber because Dakota Kai, maybe they can't because Dakota Kai is from New Zealand and they're not really in that part of the world very much. Australia is the closest they're going to be. They're never going to run a show in New Zealand in all likelihood. So, uh, but she'd probably be a face there. So you can't really play on a big turn, <laughs> I guess. But we do have Kevin Owens on commentary throwing out some gems at Logan Paul. Like, hey, remember when you were laying on this table, except it was destroyed? <laughs> and at one point saying, I'm 39, but I look 36. That just pops me to, to no end. That made me laugh so much. Commentary performance of the year, right up there with uh, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols and their performance on, <laughs> on uh, New Japan's last pay-per-view. But um, our match was, I thought the physicality of it was really fun. I really loved the spot where Drew hit that guillotine catapult at night under the ring. That just looked so painful. And they went right to commercial break after it. So it was just like, bang, he hits the underbelly of the ring and they're like, and commercial break. But this ends in a DQ because, of course, when you're on commentary, you have to cause a disqualification in the match. But ultimately ends with Randy Orton locking in a big RKO. All of these guys in chamber, all these guys in the main event here. The go-homiest of go-home spots. AEW does it with their melees. WWE does it like this. Um, good enough stuff. I actually really liked what was going on with LA Knight and... Uh, Drew McIntyre so I, I don't love endings like this in general but Kevin Owens is God and he can do whatever he wants as far as I'm concerned so he can get away with it rest of this was fine very 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 predictable but it's a go home show and a pre-tape what do you expect uh, yeah. but that's how we close out the show Alex what did you think I love it I think the show was pretty good I think this last match uh, was as predictable as they can come uh why did they not give a nice, comfortable chair to the guy who's probably completely hurt 24-7, like, you know, talking about Owens, and he's sitting yeah. on a goddamn foldable chair? I don't know why, <laughs> but the other dude is, like, sitting there. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm kind of easing off a little bit on the personal side things with Logan, and I'm really excited uh, with how he has really taken in the wrestling industry and the wrestling business in total. So like I respect him for that. Um, respecting the ring, respecting the workers and respecting the, the ability to train himself to get, you know, up to par with, with everyone else. Um, outside of that, you know, you know what I would say, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a lot better with him of recent because one, he's just been around more consistently, which is good. And two, um, he has a title. So there's something for him to, there's, yeah. there's a centerpiece and his mm -hmm. promos when they're more sincere and based on the logic of what's going on in wrestling, trying to avoid facing Kevin Owens again, talking about how his status in chamber means he shouldn't have to qualify. Like all of those things have made yeah. more sense. So it's also just made it easier to, to find the character not so blah. Shotgun29 saying, I haven't watched WWE because of how dirty the recent in real life stuff has made the product feel. New Japan show got me to strongly reconsider that. Man, was I so mm. bummed at the results of yesterday's show. I don't think they watch US. American News. 
you have Despy, you have Zack Sabre Jr., you have Suji with no title, you have TMDK with no title on the tag side, you have House of Torture getting strapped up with Evil and Show. Show beats Despy at a countout? What are we doing? Tanahashi drops to freaking Matt Riddle? Nick Namath yeah. I'm a little more okay with because I think he carries a cachet with him. And they kind of said that they want the global championship to be an ambassadorial title. So him being able to go to TNA and work in the States with it is something that they want. Um, Chase Owens and Kenta holding the tag titles wipes out any of the work that you did with Tag League in late last year. Like Ichiban um, lost, even though they won Tag League. You had TMDK having an incredible run in it. They had three shots at the title as well as a six-man shot and won nothing. Gato out of the gate. This is whole weekend is called New Beginning. Mm-hmm. Not a good one. Not a good one. I was so excited about the future of this promotion. Give us Jeff Cobb. Give us CSJ. Give us the War Dogs. Give us more of what we actually want. Because putting all your titles on people that are... I mean, Matt Riddle just sucks. But, like, outsiders who aren't even working in your promotion full-time, especially when you have Naito versus Moxley coming up, like, what message are you sending to your own locker room? Yeah. Um, and Despy losing an account out pissed me off. Absolutely pissed me off. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's all New Japan nerdy talk. But thank you for super chatting about it because I needed to vent. I was very upset after what I saw yesterday. After I saw well, the pictures, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, that was... Like, you had Zack Sabre Jr. put over a year into that title, lose to Tanahashi, which already made no sense to me. And to have Tanahashi lose it on his second defense, maybe? Sure, yeah. I just, I don't get it. To to Matt Riddle, when, like, man, Despy with the time limit belt in the, in the heavyweight picture, just losing his mind for 15 minutes would be, yeah. oh, aces to me. Or Jeff Cobb, who had this in and out story with CSJ. But anyway, we'll say that the camera made sure to show <laughs> LA Knight looking at Logan Paul when he came out. Felt like, uh, oh, a mania tease. Yes, I think that'll either be a ladder match, like with a five pack or something, or you'll yeah. get Logan Paul and LA Knight one on one, which I think is pretty good. So we. Well, Ishak saying, isn't New Japan going to try anything to make money given their country's recession, or is that false? Probably, but you might not want to give us dog shit of a product if you want people to spend money on it. <laughs> oh, man. But we're going to close out there. I don't want to close out on a negative night because we've got a lot of good wrestling coming yes, up. Yes, we the do. The post show is probably on right now. You can it is. find out it about is. all of No Surrender there. Tomorrow you've got Grapsity. You've got Sean on the main. You've got me and Alex behind the paywall. And then you have the Collision post show on the main. And you'll probably have me and Alex on the paywall as well. I love that. Anytime we can get more Kate and Alex, I'm here with it. I mean, God, yeah, that's going to be five shows in one day. We got a lot lot coming your way this weekend. Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. But before we get out of here, Alex, where can the good people find you? You guys can find me. Let me give you my address and social security number here. Hold on while I look for it and flash it on screen. Um, You guys can find me on threads, Alexis Cardoza, which is the same thing as uh, my Instagram. And you can 
Find me doing hot takes and funny little things that the internet does not like on Twitter at uh, underscore Alexis Cardoza. I love oh, you all, man. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Like, uh, uh, I apologize for the beginning where the where Chrome was just crashing and didn't want to let <laughs> Streamyard work. I've and, never um, had a technical problem. Uh, I know, on I know. Any of my stream still. And you know, it's just I'm trying to be professional here. And uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. And, Not here uh, making and, dick jokes. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't talk about dicks. I'm a fun-loving Christian. Um. <laughs> Keep it in, Kate. Don't spit it up. Oh, God. All right. Let's end the show. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate you all. Um, no, for real, though. My last thing I want to say is I want to thank you all who watch the show and support me outside of, of you know, Friday nights as well. You guys are like, it means a lot. Thank you. You should only support people when they are on shows with me. Uh, that is wow. that's what the proper <sighs> protocol is. But you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe. I switched my Instagram handle to that now too. So I'm at Miss Kate Fabe on all socials. You can find me on Mondays doing the Sour Graps post show for Raw, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Friday on the main channel, covering NXT Ring of Honor and of course SmackDown. Obviously, I ran down the programming that we have this weekend, but you can also catch me on Wednesdays at the yes. Mark Order podcast where I bullied one of my co-hosts into making Tony Storm faces. So we have a nice little reel up about that. Follow at Mark Order pod there as well. We appreciate you guys so much. Subscribe to Fightful Select. And if you would, please leave a thumbs up on this video on the way out. Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. We'll see you next week and tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.